The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Seeing the crowds, Jesus went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so men persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Gospel of the Lord. So we've looked at this scene several times, the Beatitudes. Um, We've looked at it in terms of the sacramental life of the church. I think what's another interesting lens which you find in some commentaries uh, is to look at the uh, Beatitudes in light of just simply growth in holiness and sanctification, so the spiritual life, which is obviously attached to the sacramental life of the church, uh, but looking at it more in terms of Uh, growth in terms of getting rid of vices and sins and then also accumulating virtue and becoming more and more like God. And so it begins, it says, seeing the crowd. So we see that this is something that the Lord begins. He's the one who is the is the one who is uh, who inspires, the one who starts, the one who begins. Just as in our spiritual lives, the Lord is the foundation. He is the one who begins all good things and all good works in us. And what he does, he does uh, multiple times throughout his life, but he does it here as well. He goes up the mountain. He goes to this place of solitude, and he draws those whom he will with him, those who willfully also want to follow him. And he sat down, and they came to him. The beginning of our sanctification is Jesus. And the beginning of our sanctification is not simply some abstract thing. It is Christ incarnate in his flesh. So also for us, our spiritual life begins here with the Eucharist, where the Lord is, in a certain sense, seated, and he gathers us to himself. He is the fount of life, grace, mercy, sanctification. In order to obtain these things, we go first to him. We come first to where the Lord is present. Then it says, he opened his mouth and he spoke to them, saying, And so also another foundation of our spiritual life, as Pope Benedict says, is our daily opening up and reading and our contemplation and meditation upon the scriptures, where God opens his mouth and speaks to us, where the words of God are not only spoken to us, but they are living and active and active in us for our sanctification. 
And so it is this foundation that must be the foundation of any sure spiritual life, any spiritual life that, have, that can have then confidence of growing. And the foundation is Christ in his presence and in his words. And then he begins, he says, blessed are the poor in spirit, poverty. The poor, as we've said before, are not those who lack what they want. The poor are those who lack what is necessary for life. And so when he says poor in spirit, it is our state because of original sin that we are made for an end, as we've said, that we cannot achieve by our own nature. We're made for God, but we're unable to attain to God without his help. We are poor in spirit. And so the foundation of a spiritual life is grace, grace. A life that begins for us in the sacraments of the church where we receive that grace and in that grace, we truly become heirs of the kingdom, heirs of the kingdom of God, children of the heavenly Father. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. What we could not attain by our own strength is given us through grace, through Christ. Then, blessed are those who mourn. Another foundation of the spiritual life is purgation, the purgative stage of the spiritual life where those things that should not be a part of our life are purged out, purged away, burnt away. Vices, sins, attachments, all of those other things. And our disposition towards these things should rightfully be the same disposition that God himself has towards these things. We mourn for them. We are sorrowful for what we should be sorrowful for. And this is a grace that comes to us through the passion and death of Christ, through the cross, where Christ himself takes on the full sorrow for sin because he experiences it at its apex. Blessed are those who mourn, who are sorrowful for what they should be sorrowful for, for they shall be comforted. The word here in the Greek for comforted, it means the comfort that comes from the presence of another. And so when we mourn for the things that we should mourn for, we are comforted because it shows the presence of the Holy Spirit, the love of God, the one who teaches us what to love, but also what to hate. The one who shows us what our hearts should be directed to, but also what they should be turned from. It is that process of ongoing conversion in ourselves, which is worked under the inspiration and the presence of the paraclete, the comforter, the one who comforts us from God and who is present to, to us. Then it says, blessed are the meek. The Lord says, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. So not only do we become heirs of the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven is ours, but also we inherit the earth because of meekness. Meekness is not a lack of courage. In fact, meekness is the operation of courage in a particular way that is ordered according to God's will. I know I've said it before, but when they used to train horses to go to war, when a horse was ready for war, it was said to be meeked. It was meeked. It was prepared to go into battle because it no longer responded with skittishness. It was stable in the face of anything that came to it, and it was able to accomplish whatever it was directed to with confidence, with courage, and without hesitation. That is what meekness is. Meekness is the ability to restrain our passions and order our interior, and then to operate according to God's will despite what is exterior. 
to also restrain our anger and all of those passions and allow God to operate and to work. Meekness is knowing when not to act so that God might act. And in terms of meekness, then, we learn to control ourselves and we gain a mastery over our interior. And when we have mastered ourselves, or as scripture says, are faithful in little things, then we can be given bigger things. So those who are meek shall inherit the earth, namely those who learn to control and order themselves. Only then can you go out and attempt to order anything that is outside of yourself. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Hunger and thirst are fundamental desires for life in our natural life. But this is a hunger and a thirst for righteousness. Righteousness, according to the Jewish people, is simply our word as well for holiness. holiness. It means to have a life that is in conformity to God's truth, that our mind has been transformed and that our actions reflect that transformation of the interior life. And what we need to have is not only a turning from sin and a mourning over sin, but also a hunger for righteousness, that we burn for it as a necessity to become holy as what is necessary. Then blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Another temptation that can come in the spiritual life is to become overly obsessed with our own sufferings, our own difficulties, our own interior trials, our own exterior trials. Blessed are the merciful, which are specifically those who consider themselves less or just think about their sufferings less and think of, the other of others' sufferings more. And so they seek less to be consoled, but to go out and to console. One of the great wisdoms of Mother Teresa, St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta, she says, if you want to experience love, go and love, go and love. If you are caught up in sadness, comfort someone who is sad. If you are suffering because of loneliness, go and be present to someone who is lonely. Blessed are the merciful, they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, a heart that has become purified because of all of these actions. They shall see God. The more, pure, the more purity that we have in heart, the more we perceive God in his activities. Blessed are the peacemakers, those who work to accomplish and spread the kingdom of God, which is a kingdom of peace and order. Peace is the enjoyment of order. And so the peacemakers are those who spread God's kingdom, for they shall be called sons of God. And then in this process of sanctification in this life, we are not promised that we will be delivered from evil, but that we will have a certain joy that underlies everything that happens. Even if we are persecuted for righteousness' sake, we are blessed. Even if we are reviled and have all kinds of evil uttered against us falsely on the account of Christ, rejoice and be glad. When we are moving with Christ in our interior and are moving towards perfection, we perceive that in our interior, and that is our fundamental peace and stability, despite anything that might happen exteriorly. This is the life that the Lord wills for us, a blessedness that begins even now but that is fulfilled when we enter into eternity with the Father. Amen.